Hey guys, I'm Jacob Bennett. I'm John Yu. I'm Andrew Robertson. I'm Maddie Murphy. And I'm Laura Cheney. And today we're back for the Jewel Busters podcast episode two. If you missed out on last week's video, make sure that you check it out. We discussed the general issues of vaping and we made distinctions on the different types of vaping present in society, as well as the prominent ingredient in these products, nicotine, and how harmful it really is to the human body. Yeah, I would definitely recommend checking that episode out before tuning into this week's episode. This week we will be discussing the pressures present in society and the real reasons as to why kids start vaping. I think that this week we will really start to break down and find the root of how this epidemic started. start off, I'd just like to discuss some reasons that the CDC and FDA found about the reason why teens start vaping. In a survey from the CDC and FDA of middle schoolers and high schoolers, 39% of teens stated that they started vaping because they knew someone, such as a friend or family member, that started vaping. 31% stated that they started vaping because of the wide variety and availability of flavors, such as mint, candy, and fruit. And 17.1% simply stated that they started because it was they thought it was less harmful than other forms of tobacco, which we already know from our last episode that this is false. Yeah, I think like all these flavors are super attractive because it's kind of like leading to like desserts, almost every flavor, and like young kids and young adults really are into that. But um, so something I'd like to introduce is according to Truth Initiative, um, other reasons that the youth started reporting for using e-cigarettes uh, include that they're easier to get than other tobacco products. So like they're more available than cigarettes. Uh, they cost less than other tobacco products. So a pack of cigarettes in Washington is around like eight bucks, I think, which is super expensive. And so vaping is just way cheaper than that. And then they can be used in areas where tobacco products can't be. So like people could uh, like vape in like a restaurant or something and it won't be seen because it's not like lighting up a cigarette and you don't have that smell as much. So like these young adults, they can like vape wherever they want and it's like super accessible. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and there isn't that like same stigma surrounding vaping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, to add on to like the stigma of vaping, there's even like vaping competitions where competitors try to create art out of like vaping and they try to create these cool displays. So this really shows like how aesthetic vaping can be and that really misleads one to think that vaping is actually not that harmful because it's really attractive like the kids really want to like see these, do these same vaping tricks because there are a lot of tr- tricks you can do with vaping which um, leads people to want to be good at vaping and the skill even like practice continuing their desire to vape. So like vaping is further glorified through competitions and like these tricks. And while all this is happening, there's little information being spread about how vaping is actually not that harmful. Yeah, I can scroll through my Instagram feed and like see all these guys blowing nose and all that. So like it's just constant on Instagram and you just see it everywhere. Yeah, and the more attention it gets, the more popular it becomes, the more people start and it just snowballs. Yeah, and to go off of that, according to hopkinsmedicine.org, quote, among youth, e-cigarettes are more popular than any traditional tobacco product. In 2015, the U.S. Surgeon General reported that e-cigarette use among high school students had increased by 900%, and 40% of young e-cigarette users had never smoked regular tobacco, end quote. I think the thing that I find most concerning about the increase of teen vaping is that these teens most likely would have never smoked tobacco otherwise just because they know how unhealthy it really is. 
um, but instead they're taking up the habit of inhaling nicotine. In my opinion, it's one thing if you convert from smoking cigarettes to vaping in order to stop the unhealthy habit, but it's quite another thing to start up nicotine use with vaping products without ever using cigarettes or tobacco in the first place. And after starting using these vaping products, it often actually leads to using traditional tobacco products down the road, which totally and completely diminishes the purpose of the product in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's like completely opposite of like why they were even created. It was mm-hmm. to help stop, not start a new problem. Yeah, and from my perspective, all of these contributing factors hold really true. As in my high school, all of these reasons contributed to the overwhelming prevalence of vaping. As a high school, I could basically see all of my friends slowly get into vaping due to a variety of reasons, being like peer pressure, the flavors, or even just the fact that I didn't think it was that like bad for you. Uh, and it was really sad to see them kind of slowly grapple with the struggles of like nicotine addictions in their early years. Um, and the sad part about that is like the fact is that most of those people are going to end up having to deal with these same nicotine addictions for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So with all these contributing pressures, um, I think really I've been able to kind of find the major causes for why um, juuling has become such like a major issue in the U.S. Um, yeah, I think I agree. I think we have found like some of these main contributing factors to why vaping is so prevalent now and uh, it's uh, relating to this truly dangerous habit. So to close, make sure you tune in next week for our next episode where we, where we will turn into society and media and explore the part in the vaping epidemic. Thank you so much for listening.